0: Hey, it's Monday and there's so many updates from the weekend and I already know the story I'm going to tell. And if you know me personally and we spoke in the past day or two, you might've already heard the story, but maybe I'll tell it better this time. And if you don't know me personally or you do, and we didn't talk in the past couple of days, it'll still be a new story for you. So no matter what, this is a great episode of Your Daily Lex. I already know that and I haven't recorded it yet, except for these first 22 seconds. Theme song. Your Daily Lex Lex. So as you'll recall, I was hosting poker night this past weekend, and that was, uh, Friday night, I guess. And this poker game uh, I started initially, which I think I've referenced some of on this show, right? It started out as five, maybe six people, and then uh, it grew as more and more folks were invited in. It evolved. Some folks dropped off. More were added on. A second poker game that was uh, in a friend-adjacent crowd, like friends of friends kind of thing with some overlap, that one slowly kind of merged with this one. So it's become a thing that, although I still take some pride of creation for whatever that's worth, I no longer think of it as my poker game because... I don't know. I don't (laughs) because of the attendees. I guess I like uh, many. I just like a handful and um, I am acquaintances with some. It's fine. It is fun. And as I talked about the thing that I care about the most with poker is having a good time. Uh, And that's, that's really all I really want to see happen. Uh, but anyway, over time, it's evolved that the person who hosts Poker Night also provides food. Now, listen, you were always providing some kind of snacks to crunch on, maybe a dessert-type item, and then you'd have some beers and people would bring more beers or whatever else they wanted to drink. All good. Uh, over the uh, evolution of this game, it, sometimes some folks who were hosting would really turn it into, uh, we're going to feed you, right? Like, we're going to have pizzas or sandwiches or pass around style appetizers, right? Like here's your mozzarella sticks or whatever. Uh, all of which is fine. Um, but, you know, it makes it a bigger commitment for the host. Uh, I love hosting. That's the thing I don't talk about much in this podcast, but I do love hosting. Um, uh, not just poker, but like anything. It's fun for me to have people over because it means I get to uh, do that and be a good host, which I like doing, and also not have to leave the house, which I, I hate doing, leaving the house. <laughs> I like staying home. Uh, all of which is to say, uh, I was hosting poker night, which meant I was going to provide food. So I ordered a couple different things from the local, uh, one of the many, many local pizza slash Italian places. Uh, New Jersey um, may lack for some kinds of culture, but we kill it in Italian restaurants, But which I mean we have way too many. Uh, it actually causes a struggle when you think about, hey, where should we order food from or where should we go out to dinner? Because I think probably 70% of the restaurants in the area are Italian or Italian adjacent. So anyway, uh, I'm ordering food for poker night. I like to get things off my to-do list and not stress them. And I also don't want to order it at like six. and So I don't want to order it too late so then it comes late, like in the middle of their dinner rush. Uh, The call time for poker is 7.45, so we can start dealing at 8.15. Um, So I order the food very early in the afternoon uh, using an online delivery service. This was, again, Grubhub, and use their deliver later functionality. So I said, hey, I don't want the food to come until 7.45. I get both the email and text confirmation because Grubhub loves to be annoying that way. Uh, confirming that the food order is in and uh, the restaurant is aware and will deliver the food around seven 45. Uh, I'm leaving the house with uh, Lauren and Liam for an appointment uh, on Friday afternoon at four twenty, Uh And uh, a delivery driver shows up at the driveway holding a bunch of pizzas and stuff. And, Lord's like we didn't order any pizza, and he's like, "Oh, maybe this is for a different address. Let me check." And he goes back to his car, and then he starts going to the front door, which is already weird uh, because uh, he's been talking to us who are in the garage area by the driveway, uh, and he's going past us to the front door, even though we're right there. So I jog over to him, and I'm like, "What's the deal?" And he's like, "Yeah, this is your uh, your pizzas and stuff." And I'm like, "Yeah, but no, <laughs> I ordered these for 7:45. This is more than uh, three hours too early. I don't want it yet." He's like, oh, it doesn't say that. And I'm like, actually it does. Like here it is on my order and here it is. And I'm being very polite, I promise. But I'm also like, it's too early. And I show him on his own delivery slip. Like this is four 745. And he's like, oh, do you want it now? And I say, no, I don't want it now. None of the people who are going to eat it are here right now. I don't want it four hours early. And he's like, um, I guess three hours early. And he's like, uh, uh. Well, I guess I'll take it back then. And I'm like, okay, I'll um, you know, try to figure it out with Grubhub in the restaurant. And so now I'm in this weird spot because he's going to leave. And I don't know. Do I call the restaurant? Do I call Grubhub? Uh, my fear is what happens if um, I don't get the food again at the time I want? Secondary fear is what if they just keep this on keep warm? You know, they put it in an oven and don't make a new thing. Like that won't be great either, but fine. So... Uh, I do speak with Grubhub. They speak with the restaurant. We get it resolved. And I, ha- I have to think about when do I worry about the food, right? If it's 7.45 and it's not there, that's okay. But if it's 7.55 and the food's not there, then what? So at 7.55, I give a call to the restaurant directly and they say, hey, we're sorry. We know we screwed that up before. Uh, it's on route. You should have it in a minute or two. And indeed, there's the same delivery guy. And I say to him, I, you know, I I just immediately, I'm trying to be charming and friendly. And, you know, there was no stress the previous time, at least on my part, but there was on his. I'm like, Hey, uh, good to see you again. Welcome back. Like a little cuteness referencing that we've already met each other today. And he's like, Hey, sorry about before. I'm like, Hey, it's no worries. It's here now. It's good. Thank you. And then he gets this body language and facial expression and tone where I know exactly what he's going to say before he says, and he's like, uh, I don't think there was any tip on the card, by the way, let me assure you, dear listener. There was a tip on the card. I tip pretty generously. Uh, it's what you should do, right? If you can afford to tip generously, you should. I tip the same for delivery as I would if I was eating it in the restaurant, which can be pricey. And this was, you know, food is not cheap right now. And this, you know, collection of pizzas, whatever was $100 and he was going to do just fine. And he had the receipt. We had looked at the receipt together earlier that same day and it did have that big old gratuity right on there. And he was like, yeah, I'm not sure if the tip is on there or And I'm like, it is, I tip well bye and then i closed the door i didn't slam the door i just closed it and then i unhearted that restaurant in grub so i'll remember not to order for them for a while because i was annoyed anyway that's the story it is a happy ending though because i wanted poker which doesn't matter but you know it mattered a little bit when you win but- lex